celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Breeders' Cup Day 2022. Your date, 1152022. It is the second day of the two-day Breeders' Cup Championships, the 39th edition of this sports championship weekend. And we welcome you to the Race Day show covering Breeders' Cup Las Vegas style. Coming to you from live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Sun shining, sky blue, ground dry. It is cold here. 45 degrees right now at about 10 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time here. We're going to get up to 70, but it'll always be fast, firm, and perfect in the race books and the big ballroom at the South Point where we'll be doing the Breeders' Cup. Oh, yeah. No question about that. We welcome all of you, too. If you're listening to us worldwide on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your devices, your iPhones, your Androids with your uh, apps, your KSHP radio station apps, and, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program celebrating Breeders' Cup 2022. We want to start out by telling you the weather around the country, but mostly, mostly, in Lexington, Kentucky, where, of course, the Breeders' Cup will be. Right now, it's 69 degrees, 15, just 15% chance of rain. At 11 a.m. in Lexington, it's going to get up to 70 with same 15% chance of rain. As a matter of fact, throughout the entire day, they say there's only a 15% chance of precipitation before the Breeders' Cup concludes with the classic the weather the temperatures will creep up little by little by little by two o'clock will be 74 degrees and that is perfect weather there in keeneland for the breeders cup around the country well we got a lot of weather systems we got a whole bunch going on in the great lakes area we got a whole bunch going on that goes right from indiana to the gulf in mexico and that front is moving but slowly Going to get to Lexington and then out to the East Coast. But right now, it's a little comma that's uh, hanging right over there on the western part of Kentucky. A lot of action going on in upper Canada, western Canada. Up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. Up and down the Atlantic Coast is clear. But right now, we're looking at uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Now... And the high is going to be 74 degrees. The wind is 14 miles per hour. And the humidity is 62% right now in Lexington. And that's uh, your weather conditions where all the championship racing is going to go on today. Here it's just cold, but we'll be fine. Now, we want to, uh, first of all, thank so much all of the people and all of the uh, feedback and, uh, you know, congratulations that we got for the Breeders' Cup seminar last night at the South Point in the Grand View Lounge. It was packed. People enjoyed the uh, seminar. 
and the handicappers, Jonathan Hardoon, and, of course, in-cows handicapper, John Lendo. We want to thank you all so much for that and remind all of you out there right now that the Breeders' Cup, the entire Breeders' Cup presentation, all the races, if you want a place to go to that you could spread out in big banquet tables with huge screen TVs bigger than life, with a bank of betting windows, Make it on out to the South Point in the ballroom. Upstairs in the ballroom, the big ballroom is going to open up at uh, just about a little bit before 9 o'clock this morning. And, of course, it is free. Food, beverage, all the good stuff. And you can join me, Jonathan Hardoon, and John Lindo. We'll be there as well. At least uh, I'll be there a little bit after the show. They're probably getting up there right now. Because first post time today at Keeneland, for the first race there is uh, was 7.30. Was 7.30. It's already underway at Keeneland. Okay? And so we'll get reports, of course, from our handicappers. Now, we have on our show today, uh, Tommy Masses is back with us. He's down in Lexington. Jonathan Hardoon is here in town. John Lendo is up in the ballroom getting ready for his show at the top of the hour. He'll be with us. Rich Ang who had a monster day yesterday at Sandy. Rich Ang had his top picks won every race except one, and that one race, his second pick won at Santa Anita. It was a chalky day, but still, that's uh, quite an achievement. Jerry J will be along with us as well. Dave uh, Valento, the track phantom, is going to be with us. So we got a jam-packed show. We're going to get right to it. But uh, I do want to thank all of you that showed up at the seminar last night. We had a great time. We had a, even a, a good uh, question and answer session. And we want to thank all of you who listened to us and watched the seminar on the Internet worldwide. It was streaming on the South Point website. So we want to thank all of you out there for that as well. All right. We're going to go to our first break because we got to get, get started on this Breeders' Cup Day. Wait a minute. I do want to uh, re- real quick go over the results from yesterday. All right. Yes, we've got to do that. Uh, in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint, the winner there was uh, Mischief Magic. It was a Charles Appleby trainee, William Buick aboard. Great ride by Buick. I mean, he weaved in and out and got up to win the sprint. $15.84 outrunning Dramatized and uh, Private Creed. In the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, the winner there was Wonder Wheel. Another fantastic ride, this by Tyler Gaffleone, who weaved between traffic and got up to win for Mark Cassie at $15 even, outrunning Leaving No Trace and Raging Sea. In the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf, the winner there was Mediate, with Ryan Moore aboard. Another European, Mediate, $6.08, outrunning uh, Pleasant Passage and Carol Consort. That was a big win. She just won going away. She was much the best in that one. In the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, the prohibitive one-to-five favorite Cave Rock went down. He was challenged by a 70-to-1 shot, Hurricane J, and they went through a first quarter in 22 and change. They backed it up to 47, but the damage on the lead and the speed duel was done. Fort Forte, Forte came off the pace, circled, and won going away. Iret Ortiz Jr. for Todd Pletcher, $12.04. Cave Rock held second. National Treasure was third. And in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, the winner there was Victoria Road with Ryan Moore aboard, $13.14 for that win, outrunning the favorite Silver Knot and Nagarok. Now, the Europeans, huge, huge yesterday. Appleby won the turf sprint. And then you had Mark Cassie, of course, winning the Juvenile Phillies. Then you had uh, Aiden O'Brien with Mediate winning the Juvenile Phillies turf. And, of course, you had Todd Pletcher winning uh, the uh, Juvenile with uh, Forte. And Aiden O'Brien came back with Victoria Road. Out of the five Juvenile races yesterday, the Europeans won three of them. O'Brien two, Appleby one. And all I can say is... uh, There were some great performances by the two-year-olds yesterday. They are the future stars of this sport. Now we're going to go to the big stars of this sport. Nine divisional championship races today, culminating with the classic flight line. (laughs) Needless to say, don't have to say any more than that. 
Record handle yesterday at uh, Keeneland. They sandled over $66 million in a record handle on the Friday. More to come today. I believe it's going to be a record today. We'll be back, and we're going to get started with our handicappers. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. We're going to zip through our menu because we have uh, Dave Valento, Jonathan Ardoon, and Tommy Masses already waiting online. So let's get started on this Breeders' Cup Day Championship Day 2. We begin our menu of racetracks. Remember, these are the first post times our Pacific. If you're not listening... Uh, if you are listening outside of the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. We don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad. And, of course, these first post times, again, are Pacific. Here we go with your menu. Uh, we begin with Keeneland. It has already started. First post time was 7.30. The championship races, uh, the Breeders' Cup races, will start with the third race that should be coming up soon. That'll be the Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Sprint, followed by the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint. Then you'll have the Dirt Mile, followed by the Breeders' Cup Philly Mile Turf, followed by the uh, Sprint. Then you have the Breeders' Cup Mile, you have the Distaff, and the Breeders' Cup Turf, and then finally the Breeders' Cup Classic, in that order. Okay? You got uh, 12 races today, Breeders' Cup Day already underway at Keeneland. Aqueduct, first post time, 7.50. They are already underway as well. Uh, there you got a couple of feature races. The Atlantic Beach goes as the fourth. The Stewart Manor as the seventh. Ten races at Aqueduct. First post time was 7.50. Laurel Park getting underway in less than five minutes. Their first post time for ten races, 8.25. We're going to try to zip through these uh, menu real quick for you. Delaware Park has eight races, first post time 9.15. Gulfstream Park, 12 races, showing up stakes is the eighth and featured, first post time 9.25 at uh, Gulfstream Park. Woodbine has 10 races today, a couple of stakes races. The Glorious Song for two-year-old fillies goes as the seventh, and the Display for two-year-olds goes as the eighth, 10 overall at Woodbine, first post time 10 a.m. Uh, Woodbine has a carryover super high five jackpot, $25,016. Pick six jackpot, $13,992. Zia Park, 11 quarter horse races today. First post time is 11 a.m. Turf Paradise, eight races uh, today with a stakes race in the seventh. First post time, 11.55. Santa Anita will get underway with their pick six jackpot carryover, 337483 No stakes races today, but remember, Closing day tomorrow. If they don't hit the jackpot today, mandatory payoff without the jackpot provision tomorrow. First post time, Santa Anita today is 12.30. 12.30 first post for their 10 races. Hawthorne Racecourse has eight races. Their first post time is 12.40. Golden Gate, 10 races. The uh, Joseph H. Grace Stakes is their eighth and featured. A ninth and featured, I should say. 10 races today at Golden Gate. First post time is 12.40 there. Uh, they have a super high five carryover of $13,612. Delta Downs, nine races. The $100,000 Delta Mile is their eighth and featured. First post time at Delta Downs for nine races, $255. Charlestown has eight races. Their first post time is 4 p.m. with a pick six jackpot carryover of $22,193. Remington Park has nine races, first post time 5.05. And then you get to Los Alamitos tonight, first post time 6.20. A couple of mixed breeds uh, and one, uh, eight quarter horse uh, races, 
two mixed breeds. That's the 10 race card at Los Al this evening. And the last race is a quarter horse stakes race. All right, everything though is centering on Keeneland Racecourse and the Breeders' Cup. And we go first to uh, Dave Valento standing by Track Phantom. Good morning. Hey, Ralph. How you doing? Good. Uh, w any thoughts about what happened yesterday that you can uh, put in the bank for today? Uh, not really. There, you know, I think a lot of the horses that uh, made sense ran a couple upsets. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's it's over the years. I've 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 personally done poorly on Fridays of the Breeders' Cup. It just seems like I don't get a a great handle on those races. So in general, I wasn't surprised with really anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a lot of uh, confidence in any, any horses running. So I, I can't even point to anything that really uh, stood out to me. Okay. What about today? I'll give you a couple uh, of price horses. I think that are worth looking at it. Uh, starting in this race here, coming up uh, the breeders cup, Philly mare sprint. Mm -hmm. I like, I have the seven obligatory on top at eight to one morning line, but I, I pay attention to the one slammed. I think that horse is legit. New Mexico bred. It's eighteen to one on the board right now. Uh, tough inside post, but I have a feeling that horse is going to outrun its odds. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to look at those two horses in that race there. All right, third race, the uh, one and the seven, and you've got uh, what's the post time coming up for that race? Uh, I think it's it says it's uh, what is it about twenty five minutes from oh, now? Okay, all right, so good. still got a quite a, quite a bit of time on all that. Right. Third race. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see the. The fourth race, I think the Golden Pal is uh, that's the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint. Looks awfully tough there. Arrest Me Red, the, the seven at fifteen to one, I think is going to uh, fire in that spot. I'd pay attention to that one there. Okay, so uh, Arrest Me Red, fifteen to one on the morning line. The seven horse in the fourth race. Anything yep. else? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I'm really going to pay attention to the sixth race, the Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Turf, mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how Virginia Joy runs for one reason. Uh, she beat the horse that I have on top in the Breeders' Cup Turf today, mm -hmm. uh, the two Warlike Goddess last time out. Um, I really, really like Warlike Goddess today. The more I actually went back and was just uh, watching some of her replays as I was listening to you uh, this morning, and Warlike Goddess, the number two in race 10, that's the Breeders' Cup turf, 9-2 to two morning line. Yeah. I just keep going back over and over that horse. Uh, the loss that she had two back to, yeah. to uh, Virginia Joy, uh, yes, very slow pace, and she was bottled up. She was actually the best horse in that race. Yeah, so, you got you to throw that uh, one out. I think out. she's a standout. Yeah, she got to yep. throw that yep. race out. They pinned her down, and they and she, she closed into uh, pedestrian fractions anyhow and just missed in that race. You're right. A warlike went, goddess went in 21 the she went 21 and changed the last quarter of a mile. Yeah, uh, probably should have won the race. So yeah, I think she's a standout in that spot. I'm going to go. I'm going to go pretty heavy on her. All right. So that's the Breeders' Cup Turf. That's the tenth race on the card at a mile and a half. You like the two Warlike Goddess uh, on that, and uh, you already gave us a couple of really key long shots to look and uh, mix in with uh, some of our bets. I know you did a whole bunch of work, uh, Dave, and I know uh, you're, you're suggested. Pick four and pick five plays at the top of your sheet is something that people can use as a template for what they want to do, and uh, they should uh, go and get your uh, product today for today's races for the Breeders' Cup Day 2. You'll be okay for great Day 2. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we uh, connect the dots today. That's all you got to do is do one, have one uh, That's all. sequence where you, you get it right, and you'll get paid today. You got that, my man. Thanks a lot. Have a happy uh, Breeders' Cup, and uh, enjoy. All right, you do. Thank you. Good luck. Uh, all righty. We're going to go now to Jonathan Hardoon, who uh, I would imagine is uh, somewhere getting close to getting to the ballroom from uh, the uh, South Point this morning. <laughs> Happy Breeders' Cup. Good morning, Ralph. Long time, long, 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 long time no see. <laughs> well, absolutely. By the way, special thanks to Mary Youngris. Dennis, you uh, did an unbelievable job. John Limbo was great as usual. And a special thanks to the crowd because they were really nice. Uh, yeah. You know, they could have thrown things at us and <clears> things <throat> like that, but <laughs> they were they were really nice, and uh, it was a terrific night. It was an absolute terrific night, that's for sure. Taking away yesterday's races at uh, the Breeders' Cup races at Keeneland, first of all, we got to uh, have everybody realize that these were two-year-olds, so you can't apply much of what. You saw yesterday to what's going to happen today because this, these are divisional championships today of the older uh, horses that have uh, been to the war a lot of times. So we get a good handle on them. But the one thing I did take away from Keeneland yesterday 
was not only the Europeans in winning uh, three out of the five races and Aiden O'Brien uh, with two and Appleby with one, but it seems like, at least for the two-year-olds, that uh, a race over the track was a big deal because uh, Forte had won the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland and uh, the uh, the Philly winner, uh, you know, um, Wonder Wheel won the Aristides at Keeneland before that. So those two winners of those preps at Keeneland both came back and, and won the big prize yesterday. Well, it's always important to have a race or certainly a work over the track. I mean, no matter what track, what you're handicapping, what kind of horses they are, it's just an important factor in handicapping. And, yes, it certainly stepped up yesterday and proved to be right. You know, but the thing about two-year-olds, Ralph, you're dealing with lightly raced horses. Yeah. No one knows how good they really are. You know, uh, when you have one and two races to make a big forward move and your third start is not uncommon. But today's races, at least all these horses have a history and uh, should be, not that it's going to be easier, but it's certainly you can make more sense of things. Uh, even though the results yesterday, for the most part, you know, they were, they made sense. You, after the race, you can go back and make a case why horses won or didn't win. And, you know, even even uh, the big favorite, Cave Rock, uh, when he went down to defeat, Forte was the second betting favorite on the board at the closing odds. I know it paid $12 and change, but he was the second betting favorite. Right. And, and like I said, he, he had won uh, that futurity over that track as well, and he was trained by Todd Pletcher. So that wasn't out of the complete ordinary. No, there are times you see results and you shake your head and you can't yeah. figure out why what happened happened. But mm -hmm. that was not the case yesterday. Again, not that I'm saying that you could have had all the winners. Yeah. I didn't have many winners, to be honest with you. But it didn't. It, it made some sense is all I'm saying. Well, uh, time to look at today. Nine big championship races, of course. We'll all be waiting for the uh, the the grand finale there, the Breeders' Cup Classic with uh, the anticipated uh, run of uh, flight line, but uh, that's why they run races. Man of War got beaten, so did Secretariat, so we'll wait and see, but there'll be a plenty of opportunity to make money, and there'll be plenty of championship performances before that event. I know that you went over the Breeders' Cup card last night at the uh, seminar, and those folks were great. They really were. The question and answer session was really good, too. And you uh, gave them, you gave them uh, a few long shots that they could take a look at to uh, put in with their exotics to make uh, the exotics happen too so uh, i i you know for those of you who didn't make the seminar you might have missed a long shot or two is going to make big big news today but uh of course jonathan selections uh, for uh, keeneland as well as for aqueduct and sanita are available right now at his website jonathan you got uh, what are you what are you looking at today here we're going to give out the ninth race at Keelan. This is a mile and eighth. It's for Phillies and Mares. It's the ninth race. Mm -hmm. And I love the number seven horse in here, Ralph. Search results. A four-year-old filly from a Chad Brown barn. She's getting better with each and every start. I think she's going to love Keelan. She's been working here. Her last three works all at Keelan. Flavian proud of board to ride. She's listed at nine to two on the morning line. And I think this horse is going to run a big one today in the ninth race out at Keelan. I want to remind everybody, too, and I'm not talking out of school because you already said it uh, at the seminar last night. You took a stand against the 9-to-5 favorite in this race, Nest. Yeah, I think uh, her numbers are not as good as others in the race. And the fact that she's going to be the favorite or close to it, you know, I look for value. I try to be vulnerable favorites, and I think Nest is a vulnerable favorite. Listen, she won her last three races by combined 25 lengths, so I could be wrong, but uh, you have to take stands, and uh, if you're right, you get paid. If you're wrong, you get another opportunity in the next race, but I think Nest is vulnerable at a short price. You want to uh, lay a, one of your long shots on the folks out there that, listened, uh, that are listening this morning? Sure. We could go to... Uh, Let's see. Where are we going to go? Let's go to uh, the eighth race. This is a mile on the turf where mm -hmm. modern games is going to be tough to beat. Mm -hmm. However, the number six horse in here, Ivar, Paula Lobo sends out this six-year-old who's listed at 15 to 1 on the morning line. Ride a switch today to Javier Castellano. Third start back off of a layoff. At the price, no question about it, number six, Ivar, is the right horse to be king in there. 
Yeah, and I want to remi remind everybody, Castellano was not at Keeneland yesterday. He was doing major damage at Aqueduct. He had five wins on Aqueduct's card yesterday. So he came, comes in flying into uh, Lexington on a high note. And that jockey change to Ivar in the eighth race uh, with uh, a hot riding uh, Castellano is going to make, uh, make it good for him as well in the eighth race, the sixth. That's only one of uh, many long shot uh, uh, possibilities that Jonathan gave at the seminar last night. So if you missed it, hey, you get a sheet today, that's for sure. Jonathan, you'll be up in the uh, ballroom uh, joining us later? I will be visiting shortly. <laughs> All right, you got it, my man. We will see you uh, in a bit. Thanks, Ralph. And thank you so much for the great job you've done uh, on the shows and certainly the great job you did last night at the seminar. It was really fun. Thanks, I'll see you. Go stay safe. All right, there you go. And now we're going to go to Tommy Massis, who's who's actually on the scene there at Lexington. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Now, I uh, remember, Tommy, when we were talking yesterday, you gave us uh, some horses at uh, Woodbine, and uh, one of your picks won uh, the third race at Woodbine yesterday. You also gave us uh, Ernie's picks, and he had a winner in the eighth race yesterday, that at Woodbine. But I remember you saying... I remember you saying you got you got people talking behind just coming right through. I can hardly hear you. I'm not talking. <laughs> I know you're not. You're in a crowd where yeah, it's some... the TV. Oh, okay, well, no, it's just the TV. All right. In any case, um, you we extracted one horse that you said that you liked yesterday. That horse won. It was Mediate in the Juvenile Phillies uh, Turf, and it was a, a, a huge win too. She was much the best in that race. So what are you doing today? Well, uh, I'd rather give you the race three at the Breeders' Cup. I like number three, Chi-Town Lady, who got a perfect trip last time, and we'll probably get a perfect trip again, and that's going off in about 14 minutes, so I figure i get that one out of the way first. All right, Tommy, uh, what's the price on it now? You're at the track. 34 to 1. All right, third race in about, uh, what, 10 minutes? Uh, 15 minutes, 14 minutes. All right, third race at Keeneland. You like the three. Flavian Pratt aboard, Chai Town Lady as your first pick, and a huge long shot. That'll get a bankroll started. Anything else, uh, either yeah. at Woodbine or Keeneland? Well, at Keeneland, I'm going to play uh, the last, the classic. I'm going to use Happy Saver and Rich Strike uh, behind Flightline and maybe do a small box on those two bombs in case something crazy happens. Okay. Uh, Happy Saver and uh, who was the other one again? Rich Strike. Rich Strike. Yeah, I'm going to do a trifecta. Yeah, four on top of three eight and box three eight. Light okay. line the four, happy saver the three, rich strike the eight. Okay, good. I'm glad you repeated that because, uh, like I said, the TV behind you, it's kind of hard to hear you clearly. Uh, do you want to give us anything at Woodbine before you leave? Yeah, our earnings are on the site. Me and race seven, I will take a, a shot of number three, replenishy, replensky, or whatever it is, replenish yeah. for Emma Emma Wilson. Right. And in race ten, number one, Gizmos BFF, two nice long shots that I'm really going to take a good shot on today. All right, Tommy, uh, we will repeat at Woodbine today in the Glorious Song Stakes, the seventh. You like the three horse replenish at thirty to one on the morning line. Tenth race, the final race of the day. You like the one Gizmo SBFF twenty to one on the morning line as well. And of course, uh, I want you to get back there and enjoy Keeneland and all that stuff that's on the TV right now. Thanks a lot, my man. We'll, we'll talk to you uh, next week, right? You got it. Good luck, everyone. All righty. Uh, yeah, he's, there's a lot, a lot of confusion. He's already at the track. So there you have it. I hope you got a uh, phone betting account. While we're on the break, I'm going to make a little play on Tommy's horse there. My goodness. So Tommy, in, in this upcoming third race, by the way, Tommy likes the three at that huge odds. And Dave Valento likes the one at 15 to one on the morning line and the seven at eight to one on the morning line. Uh, maybe it's uh, time to box the one, three, seven. Get things started off right with the Philly Mare Sprint coming up. More to come on the race day show. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas show heard mornings Pacific Time, Wednesday through Friday, 7 to 8 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. Streaming and archive on RacedayLasVegas.com and on the KSHP phone app. You can reach us at the website, on Twitter at RacedayLVRalph, or at RacedayLasVegas at Cox.net. Have a great race day. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. And your Las Vegas Breeders' Cup source today. We continue with our handicappers. Right now I'm going to go to the uh, South Point uh, Ballroom where uh, John Lendo is standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Happy Breeders' Cup Saturday. Hey, this is the quiet before the storm. They haven't opened the doors yet, have they? No, they're about to. So there'll be a stampede for the chairs. They are ready inside the ballroom here. Had a great day up here yesterday. And like you said earlier, if you're looking for a place to play, there's plenty of room up here. You've got the live wagering windows. You've got the self, self-serve machines. It's a great option. And, uh, you know, you will get be able to get your wagers down on the Breeders' Cup today. No question about that, John. You, you and Jonathan did a yeoman's job last night at the Breeders' Cup seminar. We thank you so much for that. Uh, because, after all, South Point really does love horse players, and it showed up last night. And the horse players responded as well with a full house and a lot of really neat questions for the question and answer session after you guys were done handicapping. It was really a lot of fun. It, it was great. The, the crowd was engaged. They asked, in, you know, they asked good questions, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, we gave as much feedback as we possibly could. I, I thought it was fun. The vibe was fun, and uh, you can tell they're, they're itching to go. Uh, they're waiting for the gate to open today, and uh, you know they're already underway at uh, at Keeneland. They've run the first two 11 minutes to post for the Breeders' Cup Philly uh, and Mare Sprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, weather conditions: it's sunny, it's windy there, mm-hmm. but uh, you know there's a chance of rain late in the day. But they think they'll get through the day before the rain comes. Now I know you are there in the ballroom early before they open the windows, and will be there as well as me and Jonathan later as I uh, wrap up here and get over there to play the races. Uh, because you're doing your show in Southern California live from that ballroom when we conclude ours. Sure, yeah, we're going to do it here. We'll be on the air during the when the uh, Breeders' Cup uh, turf spin will be on. We'll cover everything. I'm going to check in with Jay Pribman, who is at Keeneland. We'll get the latest updates from him on what's going on out there. And, uh, you know, we'll have all of our guys look at the remaining Breeders' Cup races today. And uh, we're, we're horse fans talking horse racing today. Observation, if any, of any observations from yesterday. The biggest thing is it's amazing how uh, Charles Appleby does so well bringing these horses over from Europe in these Breeders' Cup races. He's now 7 for 13 in Breeders' Cup races, and he's got live horses again today. And, uh, you know, it's it's at the point now where if he's got something in, it's automatic. You just have to throw him in because you don't want him to beat you. Aiden O'Brien had a double yesterday, so he's a... uh, warming up a little bit with all of his uh, stats for a Breeders' Cup. But what a day it's going to be today. Got to tell you, we're all waiting. The great championship races, one, each and every one of them of their own is a great uh, contest. And as the day builds up with these championship performances, we get to the crescendo and, of course, that flight line in the Classic. What do you think? Well, I think he'll be 1-5 to five in there. And, and let, let's just hope he shows the ability to the crowd out of Keeneland. From what we saw in California, this horse is uh, pretty special. He is trained as well at Keelan as he did at Del Mar and Santa Anita, so I don't think surface is going to be a problem. It's the toughest field he's ever faced, but they haven't faced flight line either. All right. Now, 
Of course, your Lindo report today for the entire Breeders' Cup at Cleveland, uh, Keeneland. As a matter of fact, the entire card at Keeneland, plus the entire card today at Santa Anita. The Lindo report available free of charge, exclusively, and only in one place, and that is at the South Point, where you should be today, folks, to play your races. That's for sure, and the Breeders' Cup. Enjoy it with us in the ballroom. I'll take anything you want to give me, John. Well, I'll give you one at Santa Anita because they are running today. First post time, 12.30, and I'll give you one at Keeneland. So let's uh, go to Santa Anita first. Okay. Santa Anita, race number eight, horse number four, Creative Peak. I love the way he switched to the turf and won at Del Mar last time. He catches a field where, where the main contention, uh, the Gregory's Pride, likes to run second and third. It's a good spot at the level, four to one on the program. Number four, Creative Peak, race eight at Santa Anita. All right. And then going to uh, Keeneland, I'm going to go to the Breeders' Cup mile, and we talked about Charles Appleby. Uh, I didn't get paid last year on Modern Games. I'm going to get paid on Modern Games today. Uh, you know, he won the Breeders' <laughs> Cup Juvenile Turf at Del Mar. Uh, he wants two turns on a on, – he wants firm turf. He gets both today at Keeneland. Uh, and the way this barn is going, if I get 7-2, to two, I'm all in. That's the Modern Games, number four in the Breeders' Cup Mile, race eight at Keeneland. All right. In the eighth race at Keeneland, number four, Modern Games, get uh, the customers will get the cash along with him as he, he got the cash last year. We didn't, but we'll cash in on today in the Breeders' Cup Mile. Breeders' Cup Mile, the four you like there in the eighth race. And uh, Jonathan Hardoon's long shot in there, Ivar, I know you like that horse uh, a lot, too, to put in the gimmick. So it's a good 4-6 uh, exact combination there in the Breeders' Cup mile. Tip of the iceberg, come on down to the South Point uh, to uh, say hi to John and Jonathan and uh, just have a great time. And, of course, the Linda report there for all that stuff, only at the South Point in the race book there. Uh, uh, John, uh, have a, a great show and, uh, and a great uh, Breeders' Cup, and we'll see you in a little while. We'll see you in the ballroom here, and if you want to catch us while you're driving over, if you're online, thoroughbredla.com, I'll be on there with uh, a host of our regular guys from California. Yeah, it'll be a good show, too. Thanks a lot, John. Good luck today. All right, now I'm going to go to Rich Ang, who yesterday came within one race, finishing second at Santa Anita, to sweeping the entire card. Now, I know there were a lot of favorites winning at Santa Anita yesterday, but still all in all, to uh, accomplish nine winners on top out of ten races and the second place, uh, second uh, selection winning the other one is still uh, a great, uh, great job, a yeoman's job there. Richie, congratulations. Hey, thank you very much, Ralph. And, uh, you know, I heard back from a lot of my customers uh, who were following along and betting along. And, you know, the pick fives uh, were easy, well, not easy, it's never easy to hit a pick five, but they were on the sheet for uh, early and late. The, the early one paid $62, but the late pick five paid $324. So, yeah. I mean, it just shows you if you can connect the dots, uh, regardless, you can still make, make some money, even with first, second, third choices winning. Yeah, not not even a question about that. You know, I, I'll bet you uh, you can't do anything nine out of ten times in a row doing almost anything, that's for sure. So congratulations there. And, of course, your Santa Anita selections for today are right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. And, of course, your your big analysis with the, with the pages and pages for the Breeders' Cup Day 2 is also there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. What did you uh, take away from yesterday, Keenan? Well, you know, the European horses, if people followed my report from yesterday, I really leaned heavily on the European horses on turf and uh, pretty much they they came through uh, uh with you know with in great colors uh, appleby and uh, o'brien with a couple and uh, you know the, the horse i gave out on the radio silver and not in that last race well mm. if people were watching that <laughs> brutal I, trip that was an unbelievable trip mm-hmm. and he still lost only by a, an inch or two uh silver not down on the rail i don't know how he got through yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, the European jockeys, especially William Buick, and to, to uh, some degree, uh, Ryan Moore as well, with the European horses on the turf, uh, were amaz- they, they, they had amazing trips. And I'm not talking about uh, an easy trip. I'm talking about, uh, you know, rides that you have to watch over again. If you get a chance to watch the replays today, folks, please do it. These were unbelievable trips that these guys had with these horses, in and out, around, in between, and all that. And the European horses had that acceleration to get through those holes and make those maneuvers uh, to win the races. I thought that uh, Mediate was the most impressive uh, 
of the European winners in the Juvenile Phillies Turf. She just, when she got that lead, she just exploded away. But the rides that Buick gave uh, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, you know, the sprint that he won, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when I watched the replays, uh, he came from, like, last place in the sprint uh, to win with uh, uh, Mischief Magic. I mean, definitely last as they went into the turn in a five-and-a-half furlong race with a full field, and, and he, he looked like uh, it, was, it was amazing how he got through there. It was like a Pac-Man move, that's for sure, and got up and, and got the win there. And, of course... Uh, he maneuvered. Uh, he got a, a brutal trip, but still managed to maneuver and almost get up with silver. Not in the last race. The Europeans really showed up yesterday, both horse and jockeys. Yeah, you know they're riding south. If you watch them in these Breeders' Cup and in championship races, uh, they they like to save ground because that's what they do over in the England and France and Germany and stuff like that. They like to save ground and they like to race covered up. And uh, they are they are trained to explode in the stretch, and we saw that multiple times with the Euros on the grass yesterday. No kidding. And looking at uh, some of the races today, Keeneland, because I don't want to uh, rush you out real quick, but I do want to take. A, I know that you got the, you'll give us a Santa Anita pick for today at Santa Anita, and you did such mm-hmm. a great job there yesterday. We should probably uh, concentrate more on Santa Anita, but it's a big day uh, for the Breeders' Cup, the Breeders' Cup Championship. And uh, I will ask you first about the Breeders' Cup Classic and and the fact that, uh, you know, what happened to Cave Rock yesterday is a a reminder, folks, that that's why they run the races, even though these horses are bet down to one to five favorites. What about Flightline? Uh, Yeah, that's 100% right, right, Ralph. You know, they don't run these races on paper. They run them out on the racetrack. And we've seen some of the greatest racehorses in the world get beat over the decades as we've, you know, been involved in this sport. So Flightline on paper is, you know, many, many lengths faster than these other horses. But, you know, like we saw with K-Rock yesterday, sometimes stuff happens. Uh, and I was watching the television coverage. They were talking about how K-Rock seems really uh, on edge, almost too much on edge, and he might have lost a lot of nervous energy early and, uh, you know, couldn't relax or rate the early part. You know, we'll see how flight line is, uh, if, if the crowd gets to him, if the track gets to him, if the weather gets to him. But, you know, on paper, he's supposed to win from here to there. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. I know underneath, uh, you know, I still think Life is Good is a very, very good racehorse. And uh, if he's 6-1, to one, I mean, I'm going to put him on all my tickets. I'm, I, I'm probably not going to single flight line. I didn't single Cave Rock yesterday. I did use, uh, actually went three deep, but I got beat in another leg of the pick five. I didn't, I didn't use Wonder Wheel. Um, I didn't go deep enough with Wonder Wheel. But uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to even... Uh, uh, single flight line, Ralph, only because stuff happens out on the racetrack. And if sure. you can beat flight line somehow, uh, your, your pick five would be unbelievable payoff. Well, and, and uh, that's it. Not only that, but you can take, uh, like, uh, flight line is going to be a very short price, shortest price probably of the two days, who knows, in the Breeders' Cup Classic. But you also have some favorites in, like, in the Distaff. Uh, it'll be Malathat and Nest, although our handicappers, uh, both of them, kind of took a stand against Nest, who is 9-5 to five on the morning line. Got to wait and see how the public reacts there. Malathat, uh, though, is, uh, you know, one race uh, that possibly people would single. And, of course, you've got, uh, you know, the, the other ones in the uh, – and the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint, a lot of people will be singling Golden Pal and, of course, uh, Jackie's Warrior in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. So there'll be uh, chances for people when they build their pick fours and pick fives to make it economical for them and to give them a chance to uh, go to the random situation in the bigger turf races, etc. in the bigger fields, might well, very well uh, single some of those horses today. Yeah, you know, I just want to make one editorial comment. I, you know, Jonathan and his group, uh, the Raggers and Sheets, do phenomenal work. And I heard him talk about Nest and uh, his races weren't as fast as the other horses. But, you know, if you watch the replays of Nest's races, visually, in every one of those last few wins, this horse was eased up like the last 100 yards of the race. So Absolutely. he was actually decelerating. Absolutely. So I think that affects the uh, number or the speed rating. Maybe Jerry J can make a comment when he comes on after me, but I really thought Ness was so overpowering that he didn't have to run hard the last 100 yards or so. So, you know, and, and maybe that affected the figure that, uh, well, that the, the rags and people had. We, we had one of the audience last night with a question and answer ask, answer that very thing when they said, you know, and we all observed those races where Ness was geared down at the end. And what Jonathan mm-hmm. said is you can't, 
you can't predict with numbers accurately how much was left in the tank. All you can do is what you see on the racetrack. So he said whatever the number is, then the handicapper who saw that race and sees the number has to use their own opinion and their own uh, assessment of uh, if they thought the horse could have run a little faster, how much faster in the number that they would give them for that. But that would that's a, a, you know, a point of conjecture there, and it's just not something that they incorporate in the numbers. So uh, he did address that, that's for sure. All right, uh, Richie, let's get some horses. All right, we're going to go right back to the Appleby train. <laughs> let's go to race number 10, Ralph, at the Keeneland. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seven Nations Pride. This horse has been so dominant in the U.S. Uh, it was upset, actually, the first time in the U.S. in the Belmont uh-huh. Derby, but then came back with two really spectacular wins at the Saratoga Derby and the Jockey Club Derby um, at 7-2. to two, I don't know how you're going to get that price, but if I could, uh, I would love uh, the number 10. Uh, I'm sorry, race number 10. I would love uh, Nations Pride in the 10th race. 10th race, number seven, Nation's Pride, looking for Buick and Appleby again to uh, be predominant in the uh, turf races, the 10th race, the seven. And uh, give us a pick at San Anita. Let's go to the first race, Ralph. Uh, I like the number seven, uh, Chicago Soldier, four to one in the morning line. This horse taking that big drop from maiden special weight down to maiden claiming. Should be uh, climbing over horses at the end of the race for Kyle Fry. Fry so let's go uh, 25 win plays, two for the RI, number seven, Chicago Soldier in race one. Number seven in the first race, Santa Anita, post time 12.30 today. The seven is the key from Richie. Remember, you can get all of his stuff for Santa Anita, where he was almost one win away from being perfect with top picks on his sheet yesterday. And, of course, uh, he did a great job with the Keeneland Breeders' Cup day one. He's got another big full sheet of that as well at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Happy Breeders' Cup. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, and now we're going to wrap it up with Jerry J, so don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, we're wrapping it up with Jerry J. Happy Breeders' Cup Day, Jerry J. Breeders' Cup, Ralphie boy. It's uh, a great day. It's yeah, a great no, day for us. No question about that. Now, your power pages, you have a full uh, power page for Santa Anita, full power page for Aqueduct. And in those pages, each one, if you purchase it at jerryjspowerpage.com today, you'll have all nine of the Breeders' Cup Championship races on that same sheet. So you get the track plus the Breeders' Cup on both of them, whether you order Aqueduct or uh, Sanity today at jerryjspowerpage.com. That's correct, and it's for the same low price as if you were just buying an everyday aqueduct or an everyday Santa Anita. All right, your thoughts about uh, today's uh, racing, the Breeders' Cup races, and Flightline? Okay, well, okay, let's go with Flightline first. I'm actually, my play is going to be Taba over Flightline, actually. Wow. So, yeah, well, uh, you know, you mentioned Jonathan Hardoon, and I'm sure Jonathan would agree with this, but, you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but... Uh, we who use speed figures look for when horses have done what I call a lifetime best race or or a delivery or, you know, the explosive race. And that certainly was um, Flightline in his race at Del Mar in the Pacific Classic. Okay. And he ran an 82 and a half on my sheets, which is a fantastic number. 
there's maybe only been 10 horses, 10 races in the last 20 years that have been higher than that. So it's a really fantastic race. You can judge that by almost any means. And typically what happens when a lightly raced horse has run his first big delivery, right. he's unlikely to run another race beyond that. He may run about the same or a little okay. bit backward or very far backward. I'm, I'm rating him at 82. Right. So I think he'll run about the same as he did there. On the other hand, we have Tabor, who ran the best race of the year, actually, as a three-year-old in Santa Anita. He ran a 79-and-a-half when he won the Santa Anita Derby. I've only had one race faster than that. It was ever so slightly. I was point given uh-huh. for that particular race. He bounced into the Kentucky Derby. He's been recovering ever since. And if you project off of that 79-and-a-half, okay. and he's coming into the race in fantastic form, you would come up with 82-and-a-half for him, easy or higher. Okay. Or higher. All so right. So an 8-1, he's a great bet. I'll take the one, mm-hmm. Tabor, make a good win place, win bet here. Okay. Play the t- table over the 2, 4, 5, and 6, reverse, and then come back and press up 1, 4, 4, 1. I can't see Tabor being worse than second. All right. So Tabor's the uh, upsetter for you, the one-horse Tabor over the 2, life is good, the 4, flight line, the 5, hot rod Charlie, and the 6, epicenter, 1 over 2, 4, 5, 6, and reverse. And he's being ridden by Mike Smith, who has uh, won more money in Breeders' Cup as a jockey than any other jockey in the history of Breeders' Cup. All right, you got something for Aqueduct and Santa Anita, real quick. You got sure. A- let's go to the. Let's go to Aqueduct. Let's go to race number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, my feature play scratch, but I like the other half. That's Letty. That was an uncoupled entry. Okay. I like the three over the one, four, seven, and eight. Uh, three over one four seven eight at uh, Aqueduct again. Three over one four seven eight and reverse. Uh, that's at Aqueduct in the uh, eighth race, and now we get to Santa Anita. Yeah, easy peasy. We'll go to the seventh there at uh, Santa Anita. Right. In the seventh, I like Crowning Gold, the two horse. I like him a lot. I'll take the two over the one four five, just doing reverses to break even. But the two, that's my feature play in race number seven. All right, seventh race at uh, San Anita, the two over one four five in reverse, two dollar ROI, two to win on the two. Well, San Anita's running, Aqueduct's running, and a lot of other places are running. But you know, we're going to have our center on the races at Keeneland, and of course uh, the Breeders' Cup nine races as well. What? A day it's going to be. We want everybody out there to enjoy the Breeders' Cup, stay safe, and uh, just have a, a great Breeders' Cup day. Come and join us at the South Point Ballroom if you have, a, uh, you know, want to join us. We'll be there playing the races as well. And, of course, tomorrow we'll recap the championship day of racing. One more thing to say. Say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.